Okay, so again, back to testing. Everybody, get your microphone. Test, the, the test. Length Are away. we at it's the right test. spot? Testing one, Farfed two, Newton, three. Farfed Newton. Farfed Newton. Testing <laughs> one, two, Jimmy three. Stewart. Everybody <laughs> laugh. Let's do it. Loud noises. All right, Elizabeth, it's a little louder than everybody. What a surprise! Welcome to Book Fair, a feast for every season of reading. We are a growing community of curious readers who share the excitement of books. We want to read together and feast together through the seasons of the year and the seasons of our lives, and we hope you join us. Okay, girls, let's talk about books. Hey, episode three. I think today what we're going to discuss is how do you get back to reading? Because it's the new year and we're starting everything over again, but also I am constantly starting over again and everything. I just, momentum means so much to me. And if I lose it, it's, I got to start all over. And so when we were thinking about topics and we were kind of talking about what to do, if you haven't been reading a while, I'm like, well, this is for me. I will, I will bring this about to us. (laughs) So what do y'all do? Or do you even ever have a season, Trisha, where you're not reading? Because I think you probably don't, right? No. That's okay. I'm just like, let's just know that too. Amanda, do you at all? Not for the last like six years. So for a good long consistency. I had a big, I feel like my reading life was like mountain, deep valley, mountain. Okay. So that's just past life, Trisha, now. Yeah. So right now I generally will, I might take a little bit of a break. Between, but which is like six hours. Which (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, like two to four days. Yeah, I get. But other than that, (laughs) then I'm pretty much okay. Let's start the next thing. Yeah, Amanda, do you at all have breaks? Are you marching on? A little bit sometimes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I do need a little break. Um, but I usually just get back into it at this okay. point. So I past, fall off the wagon and literally everything I do just about in life, probably if I'm being honest. So I, we discussed this a little bit last time in our last episode, but if I don't have that next book ready for me, my time in between, it's not just about. I just start reading again, but time has gone by. Like I really have to get all my momentum. I have to remember what time of day am I able to read? And so I was thinking about like, I kind of have this repeatable process now to get me going again every single time. I think it's the same with like health and fitness for me too, as I'm always, Mm. I have this idea of what I want to do and what I feel best when I'm doing. Reading is part of that. And when I notice that I'm folding clothes to Netflix instead of a book or something like that, I'm always like, yeah, I don't even want to be doing this. And that's usually what triggers me to realize like, no, I want to be reading again. I like that better. Or if I'm having trouble going to sleep, I'm like, I wish I had a good book right now. So my goal, I think, as of last episode, is to to do less of that. So I want to get into and think about, like, how to get going again and go for longer. (laughs) 
this time. Yes. But so, so how do you get going again? If you, you realize you're in that slump. Yeah. I have I'm, a recipe. I think I'm, I'm realizing I love collections of witty short stories <laughs> because I will think this is no commitment. I can read this in five minutes. And that it's is a, so fascinating because I almost never read short oh, stories. Oh, I think there's a really interesting kind of wit that has to go into being able to tell a complete story and I mean, I have some that are literally like six sentences, this one collection of books. And I just Ooh, thought it, it was, oh, I, w- I just thought of it now. I'll have to go home and look because I would never get rid of this book. I'll, t- I'll touch you later or put it on our Facebook page. But I sometimes will just pull out one of those or... Um, so see, I'm the opposite. I feel like with a short story collection, I have to get up... You know how when you're first starting a book, or maybe this is just me, when I'm first starting a book... I have to give it kind of some extra attention. Mm -hmm. You're Mm -hmm. learning the author. You're learning the rhythms. Mm -hmm. You're learning the characters. And then for me with a novel, once it's going, it's going, then it's going. Yeah. I, I love a book that will pull me back in. So then I just, I want to just click play again, or I want to sit down and read, read another chapter Mm -hmm. because I'm in the flow. But to me, the most effort is to start again. And when it's a short story collection, I feel like I have to put in that effort Every over and over and over chapter. Again. Like you and so don't it winds up momentum. just sitting there and there's, there, it feels like there's no momentum to it. It feels like more like work to me. So it's so interesting to me that you find so that it's easier. The opposite for me. I, anytime I want to start something new, I want to find the easiest version of it so hmm. that I can tell myself there are no excuses. You can just stop everything right now and just do this already. And then what I continually find is if this is something I want to do, whether it's health and fitness, but here we're talking about reading and this always happens to me with books you liked that you want to read the next one so I rarely will read the one short story I'll go ahead and read another one or I'll bookmark it I'll make my grocery list and then I'll come back and read that third and what has happened before that day's over is like remember you love reading isn't it great (laughs) so poetry is the other thing that I almost work like a short story and say I so I when you said last episode that you're not a big poetry person I love poetry and of all different forms too. And so it, it works. I think I'm realizing now like a short story, like we'll just sit down and read some of this really quickly. Oh, you like that, didn't you? You know, (laughs) you're going to read another one. And so while I'm getting that momentum going with short stories or poetries, then I'm going to say, what do I really want to read next? And And then you like make a, make a, Hold at the library. Yeah, and while I'm waiting on that, I'm working out my short stories or poems or... I mean, I I don't tend to count articles. Obviously, you're reading. I don't think that. It's not the same thing. Even though sometimes I'm reading a nonfiction book, somehow articles don't, Hmm. in my mind, fit into that category. Just as far as me building momentum. So... Yeah. Because I guess that's... Articles wouldn't be literature. Yeah, right. right. Even though neither is nonfiction. True. It's all about what is going to get me going. What is going to make me continue to do this? Yeah. Another thing, do y'all count what you read with your kids in your reading at all or no? Yes, sometimes. I do. If I've read the whole thing and it's a chapter book, then I I do too. Me too. I do too. too. And so sometimes I'm like, Oh, I never knew that was a book as a kid. I would love to read it, but I'm going to read it with Nate. 
So another way that I can sometimes make myself myself start reading is like, I'm going to read this with Nate because he is going to be like, it's time for the next chapter. You know, (laughs) there's no putting that off. And then that helps you get in the momentum. Yeah. That's an external something. Yeah. That's something that helps me a lot too. Do you do that? Reading with the kids. Yeah. Whether it's a read aloud or an audio book. Uh, that we listen together, just someone else is reading to us. It's not me reading. <laughs> so here's another thing that's different. Now I don't really read with my son much anymore. I mean, we did a Christmas Carol in December, sure. ah, yay. but you know, he's 17 now and he has his own deal. And so I really, for the last couple of years, we don't really do family read alouds anymore, but even when we did, and even though my boys enjoyed it in more of the teen years, not when they were little, but in more of the teen years, um, they would do it, but I was having to push it. Yeah. Like that was not an external motivation. That was something else I had to push As with like tonight older. before you, you know, we're not, nope, we're going to do it. And somebody, mom, do we have to do it tonight? But they will look back and remember it, but I understand yes. that's not going to be a driving force. Yeah. It was not a driving force for, for me. That, that has not been a driving force for me for eight to 10 years. Well, good job being the parent there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because now, you know, my older son will say, remember when you used to make us sit and listen to books before bed? Which like, you will. such torture. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is the backdrop of his memories, so, so we'll be you reading to him. Yeah. So that is just great. A couple things. Starting with something that helps you ease into it. Uh-huh. I have to make it too easy. It. Yeah. And also mentioning short stories and poetry. I'm glad you mentioned those. I haven't actually thought about those. I'm going to go home and look at my shelves and post a list then. I Um, love that. I I think it is a very interesting brand of wit that is required to make a full journey happen in one page. Oh, it's, I mean, I completely agree with that. It is a high, high art form. And sometimes I'll have to immediately read it again. Like, wait a minute, what? Oh, that's amazing. And sometimes it's sad. And how can it be sad in that quick moment? Or how can it be that funny? I do feel like it's easier, but... I had one that literally made me tear up one time. And I was like, that was one page. That's amazing. But it was like a lifetime. It felt like, so we should do an episode on short stories. Sure. We should do an episode on poetry. Sure. Because that's something I have really, um, just in the last year, just really growing to love Mm -hmm. for the first time in my life. Well, and there's been a little break and you have feel a little bit sluggish about picking up a book again. What do you do? I think probably something that helps me the most is that external motivation, reading with others in real life book club or reading along with the podcast or Facebook. So what does that look like for you? So you realize it's been a little while. What do you do? Do you say, oh, I need to connect back and go ask someone what book club's reading right now? Or do Mm -hmm. you get on the close reads and say, what is close reads reading right now? Exactly. Okay. So reevaluate your list that you talked about last time. So I'm also connecting that. Honestly, Mm -hmm. the fact that I don't have a list directly yeah. fuels my gaps. Having a list really helps me too. Cause I, I go back and I look at like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I remember what I want to do. And I remember why I want to read them. <laughs> and when there's someone else, what I try here, the sweet spot is when there's a book on my list that I really want to read and somebody else is also reading it. Oh yeah. That's Cause the you want to join, join yeah. syndrome. I, yeah. Yeah. Totally agree with that. So having a goal and for me, having some external uh, motivation or encouragement really helps. So this is something else we could do in the Facebook group is buddy reading. 
So if somebody has a book they want to read, but they want someone to read it with, just throw it out there in the group and say, I have always wanted to read X, Y, Z, whatever. Yeah. That's someone, someone want to read it with me. And then you have a buddy. That's really fun. Let's do it. That's a great idea. Love that. So, so just post what you want to read and someone will say me too. That's, oh, I love that idea. I'm, I'm like, it's building in me right now. This is a good idea. <laughs> yes. And I, this kind of touches on what you were saying with short stories and poetry. Uh, those are, I guess, more form instead of genre, mm-hmm. but it's helped me a lot in the past to pick a genre that's maybe not the easiest, but it's not the hardest either. Hmm. So it helps me step up a little bit. Like what? Like P.G. Woodhouse okay. or Dorothy Sayers, who wrote uh, mystery detective fiction, and P.G. Woodhouse wrote very humorous novels. Yeah. Um, they're not, and for some people, that might be their bubble bath kind of book, um, but <clears throat> it's still sometimes, sometimes something that I'm reaching towards. You know, just a, maybe a, a... Well, it's classic mystery writing. Yes. She's a literary mystery writer. Yeah, very Woodhouse literary. is a literary comedian. Yes. So it's it's comedy. It's high comedy. <laughs> but there is some substance there. Yes, exactly. And you kind of feel like you've accomplished something if you've read Woodhouse. Yes. So those, are, those help me ease back into maybe bridging me from my bubble bath really easy books to more to the books that I'm really <clears throat> wanting to be reading more. In my diet, you know, getting more of that in my, my book diet. That makes sense. (laughs) Instead of just jumping into say crime and punishment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you, do y'all choose a word for the year? I do. Have you ever heard of that? I do. (gasps) Do you have a word for the year? I do. And you know, I've read it more than I've said it. So I would have to look it up right now. I know the meaning of it better than the, but yeah, I do. And I like to write it somewhere where I'm going to see it a lot and refer back to it. If you have a word for the year, that can really help you in choosing books or just in, when it's been oh, a while, that makes getting sense. back into it. Um, I, I think this, I guess I'm going to quote him almost every podcast, but I think <laughs> this was Andrew Kerr that said, when you read, you come to books with a question hmm. and it's a broad question. Mm-hmm. Like what is justice or, uh, what is memory? What does it mean to be human? Yes. And if the book is a lowercase g great book or a capital G great book, you know, if there's substance to it, uh, if it's part of the great conversation, then they're going to talk about almost anything you might ask of it. Mm -hmm. So I try and make my word for the year a broad general. I don't know exactly what my word for the year is going to be. In the past, it's been identity been encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, a couple I'm thinking of so far, inheritance or witness. Oh, so picking a book that feeds that maybe that. more directly deals with it than you might guess. I love but that. I do too. When I've read books with a word for the year, and then I ask that question with the books I'm reading, even the books that I don't think are going to have anything to do with it, do. they do. They do, yeah. And it is. it gives me chills. I love That's it when amazing. the books talk to each other uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would also love to throw that out as a question, like when you decide what your, what your word is, um, 
and Elizabeth and I could give you recommendations of what we oh. think books that would feed into that word. And yeah. then people in the Facebook group could give you recommendations of books that would read into your word. That's a great idea. Yeah. So did you find your word? Yeah, I found my word. And it, so because we're a CC family, I thought it would be fun to choose a Latin word this year. So my pronunciation, I have to look up and have it like play it out loud yet. So it's Crisco, I think is how you would say it, but it means I increase, grow, thrive, multiply, augment. Aww. And so I am in a season of doing some new things and trying out some stuff like podcasting. <laughs> but I thought, well, okay, this is a way to sum up. And then of course, as a Christian, I want to check those things as, am, am I growing and increasing in the way God would have me to, or is it just getting bigger? You know, I love right. that. so, so with purpose, grow, increase, but and points that it's Latin extra points for you. Thank you. Thank you for that. So I also felt a little silly though. Cause I'm like, Oh, I guess I should look up pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a podcast and I don't, my, I don't know how to say my word. <laughs> Well, I'm never going to have a Latin word, so y'all just have fun with that. (laughs) Another thing I have on my list, and we've touched on this in every episode, but audiobooks count. Yes, for sure. Wonderful It is no different in the brain. It is Mm -hmm. no different in the brain. Just like when you read to your children, you don't say, oh, that didn't count. I read it to them. That's true. Or they they read it to me. Right. They do need to learn to read themselves. Sure. But... It absolutely counts. It's the same thing. It's the same in your brain. Your brain still hears the story and the information. So now you may have a way you take it in better. You may study better one way or the other, audio or visual, mm-hmm. but it counts. None of this is an <laughs> audiobook. It doesn't count. Oh yeah, yeah I totally agree with that. I your not... brain had to see the story and that's, that's where the real work is. I'm not somebody that can listen to audiobooks at higher speeds. Me neither. Like Trisha. So I'm too Southern. That's fine. <laughs> I think that's why. My ears do not hear that quickly. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you need a lot more syllables there. <laughs> so don't feel bad if you're not listening to it at two and a quarter times as fast or anything like, I'm like that. like, can we turn it down? <laughs> you can. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Give me some credit. And uh, we'll throw in, I have to throw in this audiobook tip since we're talking about this, mm-hmm. is that some people who have said, I can't do audiobooks, it may be that you're not listening to it at the right speed. Mm-hmm. Because that makes you sense. can listen to it either too fast, where you don't have time to really take it in for your brain, the way your brain processes audio, or you could have been listening to it too slow that you're getting bored. Yeah. So if your brain can go faster with that particular content, then you should. That particular reader, you might be getting, if your mind is wandering, the audiobook is too slow and you mm-hmm. need to speed it up. That's a great point. I've never thought about. Yeah. So if you thing. say, I can't do audiobooks, that may be something for you to try. Okay. So another way that I tell myself that's going to work to get back at it is if I search mode and I can assemble a list really quickly, like, Oh, I would like to hear what these people say on this matter. And I need to get this information in. So whether it's for me or my marriage or a relationship or a kid or a parenting or an education, any kind of thing that I want to learn about, that's another thing that will commonly get me really back at it with reading. I'm needing to feel in some kind of way. And I don't mean void of like a story. Cause that's, that's certainly one too, but I need to address this issue kind of thing. Like I need to go into business mode here. I always notice I read those books slower though. Hmm. I, maybe that, I don't know if that's common or not. I read nonfiction slower. Um, I think I do too. Generally. And I cannot do it on a Kindle. 
I I need to like I highlight need the paper. it. I gotta yeah. say, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I like this piece. So it takes me longer. And then I know after I need to be ready for something light. And so sometimes that having this thing that that is a void I need to fill and I need to hear all this information, I need to get it in there quickly because it's important, is gonna stack me out a few months of reading because I, I know I want to hear this information, but then I also want my next fun thing because I need to rest so after do you, this. So do you like alternate? Will you do like a nonfiction and then like a light fiction I, and then I go need back to, do, to your topic? I think I would do better if I do that. I tend to nonfiction myself to death and then I think I get a tired, a little mm-hmm. tired. And so I need to do better about spacing it out because I feel the crave of like, I need something a little lighter or just not so Different. informative. Mm-hmm. And I think there usually I find things along the way that are quotes that just feed more interest level things too. Like, oh, that's good. I might would want to put that on the to to rebuild a list of sorts. My mm-hmm. list just should go should go in an actual place now, I guess. Where <laughs> where are you going to keep your list? I think I'm going to keep it in a note section on my phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the only realistic thing. My mom got me a planner in hopes that I would be a different person, so maybe I'll put it here. <laughs> brought it today <laughs> just in case just in i case mean the real theme is elizabeth needs to be a better planner um <laughs> so i have a planner now so maybe i'll put it in there that's a good idea too but um i notice things for me go in a big funnel vacuum so it's like we're going we're going we're going oh no we stop those stop points and know that that's okay to stop for a minute but not let six weeks go by. So it sounds like varying your genre. Or it's going to be really important be for helpful. me. I think, I think so too. I read Atlas Shrugged last year because Ooh. it was Charlie's favorite book. We did a little, I'll read your favorite and you read my favorite little marriage That's challenge. That's so fun. Spoiler That's alert, neat. I won because he did not read it. <laughs> because he suddenly got into grad school and it was like, oh, okay. you're going tomorrow so, situation. Okay. So, so he gets a total pass, but I still get to make jokes about it. <laughs> but anyway, they were equal in size and weight and, and outside of our particular. So yours gone with the wind? Mine was gone with the wind. See, I know this already from the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. So mine was gone with the wind and I was going to read Atlas Shrug. So if you him. know Charlie in person, it is now your job to go up with him, to him and ask him when he's going to read Gone with the Wind. Yes. Everyone Done. do it. This is the best thing that's going to come on the podcast. (laughs) Um, And it was outside of my genre, so I read it so much slower. And it was also employing... I also wasn't reading it just like a story because I have this economics-driven husband. So I was thinking of all the behind messages instead of just reading the story. And I noticed that I got out of it and just didn't read for a little bit. And I thought, now I know what I should have done is I should have just had something really fluffy right after Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Because it's not that I had, that I lost the desire to read. I just was like, what can I even hear right now? Not that, not that it's a hard book, but I was reading it with, Mm-hmm. with his commentary in mind, probably. Yeah, it was, a, it, was kind of, it was a heavier, more thoughtful experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think what I'm realizing as we're talking about what to read next, and we started off, you were asking me if I take breaks, and I think the reason I don't have to take breaks is because I have worked so hard for like seven years now at cultivating a TBR, to be read, to be read list yeah. on my Goodreads, yeah. that is very wide and fits into all kinds of categories. So your mood is, is cared for. Yes. No matter whatever what. my mood is, if I want a romance next, 
I have 30 to choose from. Sure. In that, if I want a history book, I have 30 to choose from. If I want something funny, I have a few to choose from. If I want a classic, I already have a list of classics I want. So no matter what it is, I can just go through and scroll through until I find what I'm in the mood for. But I right. already have a whole bunch of things picked out that I know I want to read. And all I have to do is decide what I'm in the mood for right now. Well, big surprise people planning success really feeds success. So, I mean, it's like, we know this already. And I mean, we're talking about what to do if there's been a gap, but I'm also simultaneously talking about how do I stop having these gaps? Right. Mm. So well, that makes a lot of sense. I think it's also okay to expect gaps. Yeah. Cause everything, I mean, it's a cycle. It's cyclical, just like everything else. Yep. We've got time and seasons and the moon cycle. Um, and there's, you know, it's okay to have some ebb and flow. Absolutely. No guilt. No yeah. guilt for reading gaps. No guilt for putting it down for a while. No guilt. And on the one hand, it might make it more delicious when you come back to it. Like, yeah. yes, this is this yeah. is what I was saying earlier. Oh, you yeah. like this, don't you? Like, <laughs> of course you do. So this is something else we can do. I, I'm just going to have a running list of 18 things we can do in the Facebook group. <laughs> um, this is something else we can do in the Facebook group is if it's been a while since you've been reading and you just think to yourself, I want to get back into this, but I need something blank. Like sometimes my friends that know that I read a lot, they'll just text me and say, I'm going on a trip. I need something light and funny. Mm-hmm. And what should have, I read? You're like, I know. And yeah, I'll give them three suggestions. So get on the Facebook group. I haven't read something for a while. I want something. I want poetry. I want short stories that are like this. I want something funny. I want something romantic. I want something about this time in history. I mm-hmm. want to learn about this. Or I read around re- the world. Yeah. Yes, I, have I want a, a travel book. I want a nature book. I want a memoir. Mm-hmm. And just let people give you suggestions. Fill it in. Yeah. You don't have to do all the reasons because it can be really hard to go online and start being like Google. Yeah. Good, funny mysteries. <laughs> it, it, it will get, you know, it, it'll take, you can get there. Ensues. You can get there. You <laughs> sure. can read, you can spend 30 minutes reading different people's reviews and try to figure it out. But having a community of readers to go to is much more effective and efficient. In all things in life, I would rather have a personal recommendation yes. than a, a page on Google. Yep. So, yeah. Okay, I think this has given me a lot. I also, I do appreciate Amanda the not feel bad about the gap because I already was hearing that in, in my, of like, okay, I'm doing it, but how do I not do it? Instead of just focusing on like, let's start the good. Let's start the good. <laughs> so yeah. book fair is an invitation to feel that good, find that good book again. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, subscribe to Book Fair Podcast. Join our Facebook group or email us at chat at bookfairpodcast.com. And don't forget to tell a friend.